The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, it's time for part two of Mark Sasson's Healthy Eating and Lifestyle. You are what you eat, and what you eat can actually help you burn fat and get healthier. Listen close to part two and find out how. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town and what's new at Mother's Market. But first up, Mark Sisson is the owner of Primal Kitchen Foods and the author of the number one best-selling health book on Amazon.com, The Primal Blueprint, as well as The Primal Blueprint Cookbook, and the top-rated health and fitness blog, MarksDailyApple.com. He is also the founder of Primal Nutrition Incorporated, a company devoted to health education and designing state-of-the-art supplements that address the challenges of living in the modern world. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Mark, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Great. It's great to have you here. Why don't you fill our audience a little bit on your mission and work before we get to the show's topic? Well, my mission is to educate as many people as possible on the amazing uh, powers that we have as humans to rebuild, regenerate, recreate, and renew our bodies on a daily basis based on decisions we make, lifestyle decisions, including the types of food we eat, the amount of sleep we get, the amount of sun exposure, the types of movement we choose to do. All of this has to do with how we literally turn on genes that build muscle, that burn fat, uh, that improve the immune system, and turn off the genes that might lead us down a path of illness or disease. Excellent. I love that. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. And today we are talking about the paleo diet, and I want to hear all about it. So what is the paleo diet? Well, the paleo diet is a way of eating that's based on um, our ancestors' uh, way of living and way of eating. Uh, it's it, it's been around for ten or fifteen years in the in the in the jargon in the lexicon in the community, but it's based on science that looks at uh, how we evolved the foods that we ate to get us to where we are today as hunter gatherers going back millions of years to uh, hundreds of thousands of years ago, and then up until uh, agriculture, which began about ten thousand years ago, where agriculture began. So we take the clues from this sort of anthropological evidence, and we combine it with what we know to be true with the recent uh, research into modern genetic science, how the genes turn on or off based on the foods we eat. And we've come up with this way of, of eating that identifies certain foods that, that benefit us and certain foods that absolutely do not benefit us. So the paleo diet looks at uh, not just not recreating ancient history, but taking clues from ancient history and combining that with modern genetic science to, to, to craft a strategy that allows you to build muscle, burn fat, um, and, and generally be strong, lean, fit, happy, healthy, productive, all these things that we want. We know from our first show last time that the paleo diet works well for athletes. Who else can it help? Whatever works so for an elite athlete also works for the average citizen just saying, look, I, I, I'm frustrated. I've been trying all yeah. these different programs, these different diet strategies, these different diet pills. Right. The reason it hasn't been working is, you know, the only way you lose weight or the way you want to lose weight is mm -hmm. to burn off your stored body fat. Yeah. Well, you can't burn off your stored body fat if every two or three hours you're eating another meal because you were told, well, humans are grazers and we have to consume carbohydrate all day long and to keep up our blood sugar and, and, and to not go into these mood swings. All of this goes away when you learn how to burn what we call becoming a fat-burning beast. So that's what I train in the Primal Endurance um, uh, book that I just wrote in the Primal Blueprint, my first book. How do you become a fat-burning beast? And you do it by reconfiguring 
your fuel partitioning, how much fat do I burn, how much carbohydrate do I burn, how much protein do I burn on a daily basis, and you do that largely through the diet. So the good news is you don't have to exercise to lose weight. That's really freeing for a lot of people because a lot of people assume, well, I got to go to the gym, I have to get on the treadmill, I have to burn 400 calories every time I go to the gym, and then, but the brain goes, hey, you just burn 400 calories, you better replace those calories. So there's this, this ongoing vicious cycle where you do a lot of work to sweat and burn off the calories. Then you go home and the brain is telling you, you got to replace those calories. Mm. All because you're burning sugar. You're mm. burning carbohydrate. You're not burning fat. And the more you take in of carbohydrate, the more your insulin levels go up and insulin causes the fat to stay in the fat cells. So the reverse of that is you can lower insulin, you cut up the amount of carbs, now the fat comes out of the fat cells and goes to the muscles where it's burned as energy. So you, you lose the body fat and you're more efficient at, um, at whatever movement you're doing because you're not so reliant on having to consume carbohydrate. That, yeah. Yeah. So it's just a beautiful thing. It's so empowering. Yeah, I guess you're right. And, and that's and so when I say we have, broken. you know, hundreds of thousands of user experiences on my site on Mark's Daily Apple from people who've embarked on this eating strategy. And a lot of them say, I, you know, that it's like I lost two pounds a week re- you know, for weeks at a time, some people lose 50 pounds, some people 100, some people only have 10 or 12 to lose. Some people say, you know, um, I just, you know, my, uh, the swelling in my body went down. Or uh, people say I look, uh, you know, I look healthier just because I'm not so puffy. Yeah, um, right. A lot of that is because of the inflammation in the foods that they're eating and the, the, the inflammatory nature of the sugars and some of these, uh, uh, you know, high omega-6 industrial seed oils they're consuming. So by eliminating, eliminating those uh, types of foods, and by consuming, you know, the, the natural foods that we're supposed to be consuming, you achieve that ideal body composition that you've always sought. Oh, my gosh. I want to I talk to you about ketosis. Yep. What is ketosis? Well, ketosis is a state that the body enters in um, where you've cut the carbs uh, and your body is looking to burn fat. And now your body is... Has, is becoming good at burning fat. And one of the byproducts of fat metabolism is that the liver produces these, uh, uh, what we call a fourth fuel. It's called ketones, ketone bodies. And so these ketones go into circulation. Now, if you're, uh, if you're a, uh, a carbohydrate-dependent sugar burner, as we say, and, and you skip two meals, your body will make, you'll, it'll go into ketosis. You'll make ketones. But because you haven't built the metabolic machinery to, to burn those ketones, you expel those ketones in the breath. So people have kind of funky breath if they've skipped a couple of meals. That's sort of an effect of ketosis. Hmm. Now, when you become good at burning these ketones, when you've built the metabolic machinery to burn ketones, and that's that upregulating of the genes that we talked about. So over time, when, when you restrict the carbs, when you um, increase the amount of healthy fat you take in, you produce these ketones, and the ketones then are burned by uh, brain cells, by nerve cells, by cardiac muscle, by skeletal muscle. A lot of the parts of the body actually prefer to burn ketones over maybe glucose. So you unburden your, you further unburden your body of having to take in carbohydrate on a daily basis. Hmm. So a lot of people live in a perpetual state of ketosis. They're proud of it. It's very, uh, it's very healthy. Um, but to do that, you have to really cut the carbs way back. Like, I mean, under say 30 grams a day in some cases. Uh, and in my case, I, I go into ketosis every once in a while for a couple of days. It's a good part of my training, but I like to eat so much and, uh, <laughs> Uh, not so much quantities, but I just I like to eat um, great tasting food. So I don't want to exclude some of these uh, other types of foods from my diet. Uh, so you know, I, I fruits and vegetables and other sort of carbohydrate sources, and some rice and some sweet potato and things like that. So, but 
but people who are really into ketosis are having tremendous uh, benefits as well. well. So give me an example. What does Mark eat in a typical day? Well, so I'm so good at burning fat. Um, I'm not bragging. I'm just get, stating a fact <laughs> that uh, uh, I wake up in the morning and I'm not, I'm not hungry. Uh, so I have a cup of coffee, um, nice, rich, dark co- coffee. And I might go um, till noon or 1 o'clock before I eat anything. Uh, and that includes going to the gym at 10 or 10.30 and doing a hard workout. Um, one of my first rules of thumb about uh, living an awesome life is if you're not hungry, you don't have to eat. It's just You don't have to eat because it's, somebody said it was time to eat. It was 8 o'clock and it was breakfast time. If you're hungry, for sure, eat. But one of the things that happens as a result of adapting to becoming a fat-burning beast is hunger dissipates or it self-regulates. So you don't get ravenous. You don't get cravings. When you're hungry, you're hungry. You eat enough to, to take care of the immediate needs. You don't you don't tend to overeat. Um, you can push a plate of food away and say, you know what, I've had enough. Uh, so I go from, again, from the time I wake up till maybe um, noon or 1 o'clock, and then I have a salad, a big, giant salad with lots of dressing on it, <laughs> uh, some form of protein on it. It might be some tuna, uh, might be leftover chicken from the night before, something like that. Uh, then in the afternoon, I might have a handful of macadamia nuts as a snack. And then I eat um, you know, a reasonable dinner. Uh, again, I, because I like meat, I might have a a piece of steak or might have some chicken or something like that for dinner with some grilled vegetables, occasionally a glass of red wine with that. And um, I love my life and I love the way I eat. And I, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything because I didn't eat a giant be- uh, basket of bread rolls before yeah. or that I didn't order a side of pasta or something like that. You know, I, I eat what I want to eat and I enjoy every bite. And that's great. And again, um, yeah, it's your, you have fashioned after everything. So you know what's in there with your salad dressings too and with your avocado oils. So I, I make I, all these products I make for me. Yeah. I let everybody else, I let all my friends have them, but I made them originally for me just because they didn't exist in the marketplace. And right. I wanted to satisfy that, that requirement. Let me ask you a quick question about intermittent fasting. Yeah. What about that? Well, it, you know, it's, um, look, humans for millions of years did not eat three square meals a day. I mean, there were times when humans would go a day, two days, sometimes a week without eating much food, if, if at all. The body had to have a way to not just um, survive, but preserve and thrive on, oh, see how, how I work thrive into that as well, <laughs> um, to thrive um, over that period of time. And so we have these mechanisms, and ketosis, by the way, is one of those mechanisms, where when there's no uh, external calories coming in, the body is able to use its stored body fat, is to be able to produce ketones instead of relying on carbohydrate sources. Uh, and one of the things that happens is, it's, it's, it's just so cool, it's so elegant, but the body tends to repair itself in those situations. So where, whereas the body, if you have two cells that are, or a cell that's sitting around going, there's plenty of food, there's plenty of glucose, there's resources for everyone, I'm going to divide, I'm going to make two of me. And so you tend to, these cells tend to divide. Well, we have so many cell divisions in a lifetime, so you actually don't want your cells to divide that frequently. If you restrict calories, and this is the theory behind intermittent fasting, the cell goes, oh, there's not enough for even me, let alone two of us, so I'm not going to divide. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start to consume some of the damaged proteins Mm. and bad fats in me. I'm going to use those as fuel. I'm going to repair some of the DNA. So intermittent fasting is kind of an anti-aging strategy for a lot of people. Mm. And what, what it means is going 24 to 36 hours without eating at all. Uh, but you, it really only works if you become good at burning fat. If you haven't become good at burning fat, it's it's agonizing because you're you've got that hunger going because you're you're you've trained your brain to de- to depend on a fresh supply of carbohydrate every couple of hours all day long. Conversely, if you've become good at burning fat, you say, oh, it's easy. I'll just go from breakfast one day till 
uh, lunch the next day without eating, maybe. And you don't do it, you know, every day for sure. Um, you might do it once a week, once every two weeks, something like that. Um, the other alternative is what I do. I, so what I do, because I don't eat until noon or 1 o'clock, and then my last meal is around 7 or 7.30, I eat what we call a compressed eating window. So I do have 18-hour fasts every day. Oh, wow. Wow. This is fascinating information. Um, we need to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more. Don't go away. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. Is it hard for people to start on your diet or on your plan? It's very easy. Um, the best way is to go to uh, marksdailyapple.com, and mm -hmm. uh, we've got some free information to download there. There's all sorts of, um, you know, Primal Blueprint 101, how to get started. Um, it, these are just about making choices and a commitment, and it's really about eliminating certain foods. But, but look at all the things you, you are going to have to eliminate, and maybe... Uh, don't get so upset about that. Be, mm -hmm. be overjoyed by the amount of foods you can eat and then incorporate those into your diet. Um, uh, point number one, never allow yourself to go hungry. This is about sustainability, so do not allow yourself to go hungry. And we have uh, little strategies on how to make that happen. And I like that. You're so positive. Um, why did you launch Primal Kitchen? Well, I launched Primal Kitchen because I... Uh, I, I didn't find there were any of the foods that I wanted in the marketplace. I'd go look for salad dressings that would fit my requirements and they didn't exist um the our first project was a uh, was a mayonnaise an avocado oil based oh, yeah, mayonnaise that. yeah. and that's sort of the holy grail of the paleo diet <laughs> um so there were no good mayonnaises that fit the paleo program uh so we couldn't eat potato salad couldn't eat chicken salad tuna salad um <laughs> coleslaw unless you were willing to make your own mayonnaise so we made we the first product was this amazing avocado oil-based mayonnaise. Tastes like the mayonnaise you want to taste like. And it's so healthy, the more you put on your food, the better that meal becomes for you. Oh, I love that. That's great. And then uh, let's talk, so you talked about the mayonnaise and the salad dressings. What other kind of products does Primal Kitchen sell? So now, uh, recently we created a, um, a grass-fed collagen bar. So mm. collagen's the new big sort mm -hmm. of protein source, skin, hair, and nails, and joint repair, um, and gut repair, gut health. Uh, and there were no real good collagen bars out there. Um, the sources of collagen have typically been um, uh, bone broth or, you know, skin, hair, and nail supplements that you'd buy in a store that have 750 milligrams of collagen in, in them. So our bars have um, nine grams of collagen in them. 
So that's more than a cup of bone broth. And these bars taste fantastic. People are really loving the way they taste. It's uh, The first bar we have is a dark chocolate almond bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I was, was going to ask you what flavors they were, so dark chocolate almond. That's good. Yeah, collagen's really making a big thing right now. So that's also like anti-aging, too. They have like all kinds of... You check off every box when you yeah, talk about collagen. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, what about, uh, how can we get our kids started on this? So I say lead by example. Um, you know, we have a lot of paleo uh, parents and primal parents in the community uh, who are, you know, just so into the food movement, they're willing to prepare great-tasting, healthy, nourishing meals for their kids. I mean, there's not much you can do when the kids go off to school and they yeah. oh tr- my trade gosh. their lunch for a bag of Skittles. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> But I think if you lead by example, that's the best thing that any parent can do. And and don't, you know, don't be so um, overbearing as a parent. Um, allow the kids to be kids. But again, just don't keep the the the, the, the bad stuff in the house. You know, just kind of get rid of it. And so they, when they sit down to eat, they're eating the food that you prepared and that you're eating. Mm-hmm. And um, I have two kids; are 25 and 22. They've lived this way. Uh, since, you know, since I started writing about this 15 years ago. Uh, and they had, you know, they were in and out. They were sort of rebellious at times and came back. But both of them right now are, f- they're foodies. One of them's writing a cookbook on how to do right. this. So, uh, you know, they all, they all, kids always come around. They, they really do, I think. Yeah, they do. They, it's, you're the Bible, really, for them, huh? They do kind of come around. What's your best advice for healthy living? Well, um, get rid of the sugar, I think, mm-hmm. is the number one. Uh, piece of advice. I, I think people have way too much sugar in their lives. I think the less sugar you burn in a lifetime, um, the better your life will be. Uh, number two, don't overlook sleep. Sleep is one of the great uh, rejuvenation experiences. I try to get eight hours a night. I, I kind of cringe when people brag about getting by on five or six hours a night. Just, I don't think it's possible. And, and it might be possible to survive, but again, not thrive. And ultimately, Find ways to move. We have we're bipedal. We have two feet. We're like a we're like a upright um, uh, Segway. You know how do we not fall over? We've got we've got these two feet. How do we not? How we how can we balance? Well, we have to learn how to balance. We have to move around a lot. And we have to move our bodies through planes of motion and ranges of motion to experience not just life but to stay healthy and fit and limber and mobile and to maintain that balance. Uh, so yeah, so cut out the sugars, get more sleep, and move. And who um, who do you consider was uh, a mentor to you when you? Well, you know that's interesting because uh, was certainly Jack Lalanne. I'm, I'm just, I was uh, going to yeah. say you remind you know, me of the new Jack. Thank Lane. you. Well, no, I mean um, I remember being a teenager and watching him on TV, and uh, you know doing the side bends and hands on his hips and everything and doing the jumping jacks <laughs> and all that stuff. This is long before you were born, but uh, <laughs> I remember. <him> though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, Lalanne. Um, you know, Adele Davis, who uh, wrote a lot of health books in the 60s and 70s, um, I, you know, I liked the fact that whether or not her information, you know, uh, over time bore out to be true, she was always investigating, always looking, and always wanting to communicate to a wide range of people how, how they could get healthy. Yeah, and ahead of your time, and um, and really, uh, if you can affect one person and really communicate to be an awesome yeah. No, this is, I mean, this is really um, uh, primal and paleo are f- absolutely grassroots type movements. You can't, 
take this sort of information and say, hey, you know, in order to learn to uh, to burn off your stored body fat, you got to eat more fat and you got to uh, move maybe a little bit less. People don't understand that, and until you can educate, which is what I do, um, there's a resistance to it. So this becomes such a grassroots movement. Why I go, oh, Kimberly, you look great. What have you been doing? And then you tell me, and then I say, well, I'm going to try that. And then now we're now we're two people in the movement. Right. Yeah. yeah, you tell one person and then the next. But, um, you, well, your story is, is really fascinating. And, again, it really it kind of takes having you go through what you went through as an athlete and and then um, really, uh, you know, turning your life around. Yeah. How much does it cost? Well, so it doesn't have to cost that much at all. If you cut out some of, the, some of those processed foods that you're overpaying for in the center aisles of the grocery store and you take a look at uh, some of the local suppliers and farmers markets and things where – places where you might be able to source um, wholesome natural foods. If you look at your total intake of calories and say, you know, I maybe don't need that much. Once I've trained my body to burn fat, I find I, I personally find I need 30% fewer calories now than when I was consuming lots and lots of complex carbohydrates. So it winds up being a very affordable eating style. Um, certainly um, doesn't have to cost a lot more than the old way can cost as as much as the old way in some cases less if you a lot of people are you know not that i'm suggesting everyone do that but a lot of people are growing their own vegetables because mm -hmm. now they're into that whole concept of of farm to table mm -hmm. sorts of movements um, a lot of people join um, co-ops or csas and we have a thing called cow pooling where people will buy uh, a, you know a local cow um, and t families will go in and share it and get a quarter each or something like that oh yeah, yeah. so there's lots of ways to make this uh, very affordable Oh, that's amazing. Well, this has been uh, a great, a great show. I've, I've learned so much, and um, I hope and thank you for what you're doing. We really appreciate that, your time and some great advice, and uh, appreciate the knowledge. It's been great having you as a guest. Thank you. Uh, you can get more information on Mark and his website. It's Mark's Daily Apple. It's Mark with a K, by the way, M A R K S DailyApple dot com, and uh, you can learn more. So pick up the book. We look forward to your next visit. Thank you. If you've ever enjoyed the delicious food inside our kitchen, you may have tried this tasty dish. Now you can make it yourself. This recipe is for non-dairy rice pudding. It's a mother's marketing kitchen recipe, great for people who are not having dairy but still want to enjoy that luscious rice pudding. One half pound organic brown rice cooked, one half cup organic currants, one half pound organic firm tofu, two cups organic soy milk, one tablespoon orange zest, one tablespoon lemon zest, one half teaspoon nutmeg, one half teaspoon cinnamon, one quarter cup organic honey, two tablespoons egg replacer, two tablespoons island granulated tapioca. First, you wanna preheat your oven to 275 degrees and grease the bottom of an eight by eight baking pan. You place your cooked rice and currants in the bottom of the pan and you want to firmly pat it down to make an even layer. Next, place your remaining ingredients in a food processor and blend until smooth. Pour the liquid mixture over the rice and current layer and lightly smooth to make it even. Bake for one hour and 20 minutes. After cooking, place it in the refrigerator for one hour before cutting into squares. Enjoy non-dairy rice pudding. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market radio show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.